This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome to Sparky's Midday Madness, taking you up to 3 o'clock. And then it is Rami Makhlouf with the Rami Show from 3 until 6. And uh, Rami will be in here for crosstalk in about 45, 50 minutes. So we talked a lot of bucks there during uh, the Wendy's Big Show. We had meant to get to uh, some stuff concerning Aaron Rodgers and uh, on the statewide show tomorrow. Uh, we may or may not get to it, depending on how much uh, we talk about the Bucks and Nets tomorrow, depending on what happens tonight uh, in Game 5. But I wanted to make sure to at least get to it uh, today on Sparky's Midday Madness. Uh, for those of you here uh, locally uh, in southeastern Wisconsin, or maybe you are still listening to us around the state on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. And if you are, thanks for uh, sticking with and listening to this show. So Aaron Rodgers... Uh, in this whole ordeal, he's been out front and center again. Now, there is a couple of ways he's out in front and center. One, the whole Mark Murphy thing about complicated fell and all that. Well, James Jones uh, was on the NFL Network. Uh, and, of course, uh, he has got a lot of thoughts, has a lot of thoughts on this whole thing with Rodgers and this complicated fella com- uh, comment by Mark Murphy. And this is what James Jones had to say about it. Well, MJ, I heard you on the last segment say, pump your brakes, relax, pump your brakes, <laughs> just relax. Listen, I'm a, listen, I have a very good relationship with Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy has a very good relationship with all of his players. Listen, he still calls me to this day, checking on me, checking on my family. And that's what I'm going to say about Aaron. If you have a relationship with Aaron Rodgers, no, he's not a complicated fella. And that's what anything you are talking about, the future of a Hall of Fame quarterback's career. Yeah, it's going to be complicated. He wants something. You want something. So it's going to be complicated. But listening to Mark Murphy talk, I am not reading into it too much. I'm pumping my brakes, MJ. I <laughs> I am relaxing. Don't read too much into it. I know Mark personally. Mark loves all his players. And, yes, this situation is complicated because you're dealing with a guy who wants certain things. You're dealing with an organization who wants some things. And you're trying to come together as one to get this thing fixed. So it's going to be a little complicated. I have a great relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Nothing has ever been complicated about me and Aaron Rodgers' relationship. So when you do have a relationship with him, MJ, no, it is not complicated. So get together, get a relationship with Aaron Rodgers like I have one, and get this thing together, get it fixed. 
I, let me just say something. First of all, the music was brilliant. I, I, I don't know if they meant to have this like rallying music behind James Jones, but it really fit perfectly because it felt like James Jones was really kind of rallying everybody up to say that I love Mark Murphy, but he's wrong. He's not a complicated fella, and you know he's a good dude, and I've got a relationship with him. So Jones playing both sides of this thing, right? I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Mark's my guy. I love me some Mark, but... Uh, he's not. He's wrong. Aaron's not complicated at all. Uh, Ted, Ted was wrong too. Yeah, not complicated. Okay, look, I, I'm willing to bet if we did a poll question of do you think Aaron Rodgers is a complicated fella, and that was the poll question, I would be willing to bet that most would say yes to that answer to that question. Most would say yeah, definitely. He's not. He, he is not like most. He's a different type of dude. Smart. Real smart. Sarcastic, for certain. Um, holds grudges. Doesn't let things go, for certain. So he he's a different type of dude. He just is. And nothing wrong with that. We all are different in our own ways, right? We all have our own personalities. We all, all take things differently and so forth. So if, if that wasn't enough, then James Jones... Uh, ends up on the Pat McAfee show uh, as well. Now, this this here was from today. I haven't heard this yet. Dan Plucker came over in the last break and said, hey, uh, James Jones talking again. So now James Jones is on the Pat McAfee show. And this is coming off the heels of the NFL Network thing. Uh, and Jones apparently thinks that he can fix all of this between Rodgers and Murphy and the Green Bay Packers. I talk to Aaron a lot. Uh, just, so does AJ. Talk to him a lot. But, uh, you know, a lot of the conversations is private. You can't bring all that stuff to the TV. You know what I'm saying? But that's why out of all those conversations, everybody's like, man, what do you think is going to happen? I do, from talking to him, I do believe it's, it's fixable just because of the conversations that we have. And that's why I come on TV and say the things that I say. Before AJ, who has a question, I know that I would like to say that you and AJ both seem to be one of the only people that are like, hey, this is fixable. This is this is something that you both think is going to be fixable. Have you, did you read the Pro Football Talk article, uh, blog from Mike Florio that was like, maybe the Packers reach out to James Jones and James Jones is wedding crashers. Let's put our swords down. <laughs> yeah. Have you thought of that? Is that any, has that been a conversation? And what do you think potentially it's going to take to make this whole thing come back around? You know, I, I, I didn't read the article, but I, I got a lot of calls and everybody's been reaching out to me on, the Packers? You know, on on that on that situation man a couple guys over there man on that situation but um i do believe if they call me i'm telling you right now on the pat mcafee show if they call me me and aaron Rodgers' relationship i do believe that i could get this thing right Okay, so there is uh, James Jones uh, on the Pat McAfee show and say that he thinks he can fix it. Thinks that he can be the one uh, that gets this deal done between James Jones, between Aaron Rodgers, I should say, and the Green Bay Packers. Okay, fine. I don't buy it. I'm just telling you right now, I do not buy it. But I do have a question for you concerning it. If you could pick an arbiter, right? A guy that a guy or a girl, either one, you could pick an arbiter that you could sit down with with Aaron Rodgers and Mark Murphy and Brian Gutenkunst 
don't think LaFleur needs to be there. Goody LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, and you could find one person that you think could get this done, could get them both back to liking each other and Rodgers back in time for training camp, who would that person be? James Jones says it's him. Who would it be for you? This is fun. This is relaxing. This is easy. Who's that person for you? Maybe it's Oprah. Maybe Oprah is that person that can come in, sit down, not knowing anybody. I don't think she knows Aaron or Mark Murphy or Brian Kunikins. Maybe they have relations. I I, I don't think they do. Uh, But maybe it's Oprah. Maybe Oprah is the person that comes in, sits down, and says, I will fix all of this. Let's hear everybody's side. Let's bring everybody together, find a common point, and let's fix this. Who's that person for you? Again, I'm just throwing out Oprah right off the top of my head of, of being a person that might be able to get this done. James Jones says it's him. Who is it for you? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. Who's that arbiter that you would want brought in to sit down and make the peace between James Jones, uh, between, I should say, Aaron Rodgers, Mark Murphy, and Brian Gutekunst? Because clearly, clearly, there's going to probably need to be an arbiter in order to make this right between everybody. Clearly, we have a ways to go before this is right. So why not have some fun with it? Why not have some fun and put different people in this situation that can do it? James Jones says it's him. Again, with all due respect, I, I don't know how Murphy would look at it, but if I'm Mark Murphy, you aren't the guy. You're his guy. You may like me, Mark Murphy, and we may get along. You, you are that guy with Aaron Rodgers. You can't be an arbiter. There's no way. It's just like, yeah, I'll use this as an example. If Gary was in a squabble with somebody at the radio station or whatever, and they were trying to make peace, you can't have Leroy be the arbiter. Because Leroy and Gary are guys, right? You, oh, Leroy, I'll, I'll sit down. I'm, you know, I'm friends with this guy, and I'm friends with Gary. I'll be the arbiter. I'll figure it out. Now, Leroy will mean well in all of that, but if I'm the person on the other side of Gary, I don't want Leroy's the arbiter. I know they're guys. No chance. Or if I'm in a squabble with somebody, and Gary or Leroy are volunteering to be an arbiter with somebody else in the building, they're not going to want Gary or Leroy to be an arbiter with me. Right? No chance. Not going to want it. So with all due respect to James Jones, and I'm sure he means well, you can't be the arbiter. Like If I'm Mark Murphy, no. Absolutely not. You're not going to be the guy. It's going to be somebody that maybe none of us know that you know can be a person that comes in with an outside view, can kind of look at all angles, and try and bring everything together. That's kind of what I'm looking for here. Oprah's my first one that came to my mind. I don't know. Maybe it's not Oprah. Maybe it's somebody else. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. Bill in Iron River. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Bill? Well, first of all, I think we're pretty doggone lucky as Packer Nation that we've got so many players that that stay close to the organization. For sure. Yep. I think Jordy Nelson could help bring this thing back together again. That's a Rodgers guy again. I just don't know if I'm Mark Murphy. I'm comfortable with Jordy Nelson because you know he's Rodgers' guy. Well, I understand that, but 
it's going to have to be a Rogers guy, or Rogers isn't going to deal with it. And remember care. something else, right? See, and that's just it, Bill. What you just said. See, and that that has to be a concern here because yeah. Rogers needs to be open to listen to somebody that doesn't have a uh, doesn't have a side on this. Somebody that doesn't know him, somebody that don't know Murphy or Goody, nothing comes in and says, "All right, y'all, what, what's the issue? Let me see if I can help." Tell me what the tell me be honest and tell me everything. Don't hold back and not tell me everything, Aaron. Just bear it all out here for everybody to hear. Tell me your issues. Packers, you bear it all out. Tell me your issues with him. And then let's figure if we can work this out in the next couple of days. That's kind of, I think, what has to happen. Because you've heard, who was it? James Jones already has brought up in the past that part of what has Rodgers apparently miffed. Thanks for the call, Bill and Iron River. See, they listen all over the state, even to Midday Madness. Um, You have a a situation where apparently Rodgers was upset that they let Jordy go. That they let Charles Woodson go. By the way, tomorrow at 1 o'clock on the Wendy's Big Show, 106. Make sure to tune in Charles Woodson tomorrow. Get his thoughts on this whole Rogers saga as well. So Charles Woodson gets let go. Clay Matthews gets let go. Uh, Jordy, who we talked about, James Jones, pointed to himself. He wasn't happy about him getting let go. So if that's the issue, you can't then, let's say, have one of them be the arbiter. I love Charles Woodson. He can't be the arbiter. <laughs> no way. No chance. Like, it can't be somebody, and I don't even know if Woodson and Rodgers are tight. They might not even talk. I have no idea. But they played together the whole deal. They won a Super Bowl together. There's something about that bond that cements you probably forever going forward. You're always at the the team reunions and all this other stuff celebrating that Super Bowl. So, from that perspective, no. Can't, can't. For me, at least, if I'm Mark Murphy. Now, look at this from both sides now, right? So, if you're Aaron Rodgers, do you want... Bob Harlan being a mediator? I love Bob Harlan. I do, I do. But if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I don't want Bob Harlan. Bob Harlan was a team executive. Ran the Packers organization. Super nice guy. Probably loves Bob Harlan. Odds of Bob Harlan siding with a player over Murphy? Probably not. Probably not. So you kind of got to look at it from both sides. Victor, north side of Milwaukee, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Who is that arbiter that you think can sit down and fix this between Rodgers uh, and Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst? Well, first of all, thanks for uh, having me on. Thanks for calling. Mine's a little sarcastic and makes you think and tug on the heartstrings. It would be Cherry Star. Yeah, Cherry Star. Bart's, uh... Is she passed yet? <laughs> no, I don't, no huh? I don't think so. No, I don't think I. No. I saw her on thinking she's still alive in 2019, but regardless, if he wants to be like Bart Starr, like he said he was, I'm just being facetious. Personally, I trade him for whatever we can get. Right. And they just go and move on from him, Victor. And, and, the, and the division is going to be the bomb. So you can't you can't be Bart Starr doing what he's doing like that. No. That takes you out of that conversation. No. It took Brett Favre out of that conversation as well. Yep. Thanks. Can't do it. Victor, thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean, you, you you, can't put yourself or have somebody put you in the category of Bart Starr. As Leroy Butler said, Bart Starr is the galaxy when it comes to players in Packers history. He's the galaxy. Everybody else are planets and stars, but the galaxy is Bart Starr. He is the galaxy. So from that perspective, Rodgers and Favre, definitely not there. Now, if you want to compare Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, as far as, you know, on the field, off the field, and all that other stuff. That's more fair of a comparison, I think, than comparing either one of those two to Bart Starr as far as anything uh, going forward. All right, so who is that person, that arbiter, that you would want to bring in? I said Oprah was my first one. I got a couple more, I'll tell you. And we'll hear what Dan Plucker's 
uh, arbiter suggestion would be. And uh, Rogers was also a part of a, uh, himself. Aaron Rodgers himself talked today as part of a TV show promoting the match uh, involving himself and Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady and Brooks Kapka and all those guys. So we'll hear from all of those guys coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Dial it up, 414-799-1250. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, Steve Sparky, Fiverr with you. Rami Makhlouf and the Rami Show comes up at 3 o'clock. Talking right now about what James Jones said on the Pat McAfee Show, which is he believes... He could be the arbiter, sit down in between Rodgers and Murphy and Goody and get this thing fixed and get everybody back on the same page. I say, nah, nah, no, 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 no. If I'm Mark Murphy, I, with all due respect, I love you, James Jones, if I'm Mark Murphy, but you are Aaron's guy. You are not being the arbiter, nor is Charles Woodson, nor is Clay Matthews or Jordy Nelson or anybody else of that ilk that's play with you. No, just like... If I'm Rodgers, as much as you may love Bob Harlan, he's a former team exec. I'm not having him be the arbiter between me and them, no matter how much I like him. You have to find somebody, in my opinion, that's coming from the outside in that maybe doesn't have the relationship with any of these guys uh, to give it a fair shot. I don't mind the arbiter idea. I just want somebody different. So who would it be for you? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us. At 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Tweet us at 12.50 a.m. The Fan, and I'll uh, read yours as well. LBZ, tweet at 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Let's get Judge Judy to settle this thing. Hmm. Judge Judy. How old is she now? Like 80? She's got to be getting up there in age, right? 
Uh, that I would have to imagine. It, it, she's got to be getting up there in the age. Let's go to Jeff driving in his car. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, Sparky. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, Jeff. So how I understand that doesn't Aaron have some uh, stake in the Milwaukee Bucks? He's part owner, yes. Part owner. Well, how about Mr. Basketball Johnny McLaughlin? Uh, John McLaughlin, that's an interesting one. Yeah, McLaughlin, I wouldn't mind McLaughlin. I like McLaughlin. Uh, uh, but the only issue here is, if I'm Murphy now, I don't like that because McLaughlin and Rogers have a tie together. Do you know what the tie is between the two of them? I don't. The tie between McLaughlin and Rogers is Rogers has donated a lot of time and money to the Mac Fund over the course of time. Johnny Mac has praised Rogers numerous times on the radio about all the great stuff Rogers has done for the Mac Fund over his course of time in Green Bay. So if I'm Murphy, I look right. at that and I say, eh, might be a little biased there if John McLaughlin's involved. All right, that's what I had. Thanks a lot. Jeff, thanks for the call. Again, we're all just doing it here. Uh, and so, Blacker, did you tweet out this question yet to, to everybody? I know we're getting a lot of I'm in the process of it oh, right That's fine. People are already tweeting at me regardless. I just didn't know if they got uh, tweeted out. Another one, Anthony tweets at Sparky Radio and at 1250 AM, the fan. I choose Mark Cuban. <laughs> I don't think I hate that one. I think I'm okay with Mark Cuban. I think I might be all right with that. The only problem I have with it, though, I guess, if I'm Rogers, is he's an owner. Now, technically, Murphy's not an owner, but it's about as close to being an owner as you can be without being an owner. I mean, he's got pretty much full say. Yes, I know there's the board of directors, but they're not stepping in on Mark Murphy doing what he wants to do at this point. We know they're not doing that. So that's not going to happen. I like the Cuban idea. I just don't know if I'm Rogers, if am I totally fine with it. Maybe, though. Uh, Richard Northside, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Who'd be that arbiter to come in and try and settle this thing between Rogers, Murphy, and Goody? Sparky, I got it. All right. You're going to love it. Okay. The enemy of my enemy is my enemy. Okay. When both my enemies are my enemy, who would be the best person to do this? Mike McCarthy. He's got no allegiance to the Packers anymore. He's got none to Rogers. He knows both their ins and outs. He knows the problems on both sides. He's a perfect guy. <laughs> Oh, buddy. Could you imagine that? That is brilliant. Brilliant, I say, Richard. Thanks for the call. If I had something to give you, I would for a prize. That's brilliant. Because the reason that makes it so brilliant is, like he said, pretty much everybody screwed him in this deal. Like, across the board. Like, they fired him, right? Goody fired him and Murphy fired him. They fired him before the end of the season with games to be played, and he got let go and kicked out on his can before the season was even up. And... Gary and Leroy, I don't think, were big fans of cutting him before the season was up at that point. I had said they should have fired him the week prior when they still had a chance to make the playoffs. By the time you fire him, the playoff chances were out the window, and it was a complete waste of time at that point. I, McCarthy's interesting. They all may not want McCarthy. To be honest with you, they all may be like, oh, hell no. I don't want to deal with that. Now, who would be more hell no on that between the two sides? I don't know. But that's brilliant. McCarthy never crossed my mind. Brilliant! Trevor in Green Bay, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Trevor? Oh, man, just playing a little golf this afternoon. But uh, Where are you playing, Trevor? You. Where are you uh, at? Thornberry, Thornberry Creek in Green Bay, home of the, the Packers golf course. I love it. That's awesome. You, are you shooting well? I, I'm playing well, yeah. A mixture of bogeys and pars, so you can't complain. And it's a beautiful day. Good. 
That's All right, what correct. you got, Trevor? Yeah. And I got you guys on the radio, so even better. Love it. Go ahead, Trevor. Uh, so I think this is perfect for uh, Frank Costanza. I mean, you get these guys in a room, you set up a pole, you kick off Festivus with the airing of grievances. <laughs> you just got to come to a wrestling match. So that's what it comes to. But I think he's the perfect guy to get this thing rolling and get these things aired out. Frank Costanza. Yeah, buddy, that's something. The airing of grievances in honor of Joe Zanzola. Uh, who they used to do that on on Bill Michael's show back in the day, obviously, and they had, they had that big silver pole that was in here that they would carry around every year when they did it. Trevor, thanks for the call, appreciate it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'll be honest, never was a Seinfeld guy. Really wasn't. I, I've watched it. I don't hate it or dislike it. Just when it was popular, I just never watched it. Now, if I see reruns on, if I'm in the right mood, I'll watch a little bit of it. But never really got into it. I know, I mean, I've worked with some people in this building back in the day. Now, Joe was obviously one of them. Um, but, like, I've worked with sales guys, like a couple of sales guys that are no longer here. I've worked here for years. Kevin Stonis and Eric Hammy. Those two fools, they one would start a, a line from a, a random show, and then the other one would complete it. Insanity. It's like, y'all watch way too much TV. And probably to this day, they probably both could still do it too. If I had them on the radio, they probably both could do the same thing. The other one that they both were obsessed with back in the day was How I Met Your Mother. That was another one that they were over the top on. Uh, Let's see here. Let's go to Charlie on the east side. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Who would be that person you'd bring in as an arbiter to help uh, solve this Aaron Rodgers, Mark Murphy, Goody situation? I'd bring in Moses or Solomon because there's First off, you don't need an arbitrator. He's got a contract. He should just play and do his contract. And if he doesn't want to play for the Packers anymore, he should find some team willing to trade an appropriate value that's more than Matthew Stafford because that's what's been said. Charlie, let me hold on, hold on. So let, let's go over a couple things here. One, so he says, I'm not playing. I don't care if I've got a contract. I'm not coming back. Okay, fine. You say fine. then... Okay, Aaron, fine, no problem. You don't want to come back, then you find a team that's willing to give me three first-round picks and a couple of seconds, and you're on your way. I'm yeah. I'm down with that, Charlie. I'm fine with that. It doesn't appear the Packers are down with that, however, because the Packers clearly don't think uh, that Jordan Love is ready right now, and that's why they're in desperation mode at this point to try and save Aaron Rodgers being in Green Bay. Well, then they need Solomon because they need somebody wise enough to – you know, who, who can arbitrary this, but there isn't anybody. It's, he's got a contract. He should stick with the contract. Yeah. Brady struck with his contract. He So should Roger. Charlie, thanks for the call. I heard Tim Allen this morning, who did a great job filling in uh, on the Bart Winkler show uh, earlier today. And I, Tim said, said things that were obvious, things that I don't hear anybody else ever saying. And that's what makes Tim so great. He, he points out obvious things that simply everybody else uh, overlooks. I do it all the time, and then he makes sense for me. So when you sign a contract in the National Football League, especially if you're a quarterback, and even to a certain degree of a wide receiver, when you sign that contract, you have to assume that that contract will be outdated Within three years. So let's say you signed a deal in 2021 and you're getting, I don't know, $30 million guaranteed, right? It'll be more than that, but let's say it's $30 million guaranteed. 
And that makes you the third or fourth highest paid quarterback in the league, let's say. You fast forward to 2024 and a quarterback who might not be as as good as you or you don't think is as good as you because of TV revenue inflating, salary cap going up, and everything else signs a deal for more than you. Now, all of a sudden, and in these, this three-year gap, maybe you've seen three, four, five guys sign for deals more than you. So when you signed, you were third at quarterback, and the two guys above you, okay, we're comparable. Okay, I'm okay with being third. But now, all of a sudden, you fast forward three years, you've won an MVP, you've done all this stuff, but now you're eighth uh, in the NFL at quarterback, or tenth in the NFL at quarterback, or use wide receiver, or pass rusher, what, cornerback, whatever. But when you sign that deal, you know that's going to happen. It's been that way for a long, long time. Like, you don't see sports, unless there's a pandemic, you don't see sports go backwards usually, right? So you don't see a salary cap be at one number, and then the next year, with no pandemic, the salary cap number goes back $10 million. And then the next year, it goes back $10 more million, and salaries start shrinking. It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened in baseball. It hasn't happened in the NBA. It's not happening in the National Football League, especially not the National Football League with their TV deal. So as a player, you need to understand, as Tim pointed out this morning, you are it's going to be outdated before it's done. That's part of the deal. But you're still choosing to sign the deal anyhow. So you should live up to whatever the contract is before it's all said and done. If not... Again, then sign a bunch of one-year deals or a bunch of two-year deals. Don't sign a five-year extension or a four-year extension knowing that it's going to be outdated. Then just sign two-year deals and have a new contract every two years and the freedom to do what you like. Makes a lot of sense to me. Let's go to Todd listening in Illinois. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Todd? Hey, Sparky. How you doing today? All right. I'm doing good. So who's your arbiter? Try and fix this thing between Rogers, Goody, and Murphy. Okay. As you made it clear, it's got to be somebody that is has nothing to do with either side or even the organization. Correct. Somebody that has has a history of dealing with players and organizations with egos. Yep. Phil Jackson. Ooh. Look what he dealt with with the Bulls, Kraus. He went to the Lakers, same thing. He got Pippen to come back when Pippen was in a contract dispute. Yeah, Kobe. Er, Phil Jackson is um, the master of that whole thing, right? That's what made him a great head coach is uh, a guy that could understand personalities and understand how to get guys pulling in the same direction, even if they didn't like each other, see Shaq and Kobe. Exactly. So, and, and you know, maybe have Michael in the background. Yeah, I, the Phil Jackson uh, suggestion is, a, I think, is a relatively good one. Thanks for the call, Todd. I like it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. The only thing we don't know, uh, unfortunately, is we don't know if there's any relationship there uh, between Phil and any of the people involved. That's one thing we don't know. So going on uh, the idea that there is no relationship necessarily, um, I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't mind that one uh, at all. Uh, Phil Jackson being one of those guys that could come in uh, and be that arbiter. I had another guy on hold that said Phil Jackson as well. That's the only guy that's had a multiple votes uh, as far as from a calling-in standpoint uh, to this point. Uh, let's see. 
Masai to MKE. I love it. Uh, talking about the uh, Toronto Raptors president uh, coming to Milwaukee to be the Bucks president. Uh, Masai says, no one. Trade him to a sorry team so he can eat some humble pie. So tired of this child. Uh, that's from Masai to MKE tweeting at 1250 uh, AM. The fan. Good. Uh, Riggs. Uh, host of Riggs and Alley on KISS FM, uh, 103.7 KISS FM, uh, our sister station, says Samuel L. Jackson. I'm interested. I'm interested. I don't know how he would be, just like I don't know how Oprah would be, but I'm interested. Sure, let Samuel L. Jackson be that guy. Again, don't know the relationship. If I had a guess, him and Rogers probably have one, but I don't know that for sure. I have no idea. But it's got to be somebody that doesn't have relations with either side. That That has to be one of... Uh, the things here. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to Teddy and Mequon. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Teddy, who's your arbiter that you want to bring in to try and fix this thing between Rogers, Goody, uh, and Mark Murphy? James Jones says it should be him. Uh, I disagree because of his uh, real close relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I like the last caller, uh, Phil Jackson. Um, what about Pat Riley? Uh, I, I say no to that. I and think I, I, I have a question for you. I don't know if this has been asked to you. Yeah. You would be a good guy to know. Well, what about bringing in someone for Rogers? I know our cap, our, our cap situation is tight, but a perfect example, Houston is awful, right? With yep. Sean Watson. What about Randall Cobb? Have we had that conversation? What about, what about, is that, is that, what it's going to take the fix. So this is the thing, Teddy. This is what I've said on the air since this whole thing started. So as the story goes, and again, we don't know how much of this is true because Rodgers hasn't talked. Uh, but th- this is what the, how the story goes. The story goes after the season gets all done, they lose the game in the playoffs. They go to Rodgers and they say, hey, look, dude, we need you to help us out. We'll give you some more guaranteed money, restructure some things here, free up some cap room so we can add a couple more players to try and make a run for this thing next year. Rodgers apparently comes back with, no, I want a new deal. I'm not restructuring. I want a new deal guaranteeing that I'm going to be the quarterback pretty much and not Jordan Love. So the, to me, the, when yeah. I, if I'm the Packers and I go to him and I say, I want a restructure, and he says, no, I want a new deal, the counter should have been, I'll tell you what, you restructure and you free up X amount of dollars. Say it's, yeah, you free, give me 10 to $15 million freed up here. And you can pick whatever player you want to come in. So if you want Richard Sherman on this team, then we'll get you Richard Sherman on this team uh, to make you feel like you have a say in this whole thing. You get one guy, whoever you want, we'll go try and make that work, providing they want to play here, and we'll get that deal done. That should have been a counter. Whether or not that was, I don't know. But I think that would have been fair. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Again, you know, it's not going to happen. You'll probably agree with me. But he has to swallow his pride. Yes, yeah, you know I, I say in life, um, drop the ego, not the ego. But but again. So- Aaron Rodgers is on this TV show today, and if you're on social media, you'll see. We'll play some of it here in the next segment. But he, he's on this TV show promoting the match, this golf match that he's doing with Brady and Mickelson and these guys. And he's wearing a shirt on the Zoom. Brian Anderson, the Bruce Brian Anderson, is the guy doing the interviewing of all four of them at the same time. They're all on Zooms. He's wearing a shirt that says, I'm offended, with an emoji on the, on, on the T-shirt. Now. You don't think he? You don't think he's doing that for a reason, based off of Murphy's comments? 
Oh, absolutely. Of course. You know, he's yeah. always wants to poke the bear, and that's oh. what this is all about. Now, is he offended? Probably not, but that's why he's wearing the shirt, obviously. Yes. That's part of it. Teddy, 2020, thanks. 2021, we got to corroborate. You yes. know, and uh, I'll leave it with Sparky. Go Bucks. There you go. Go Bucks tonight. That's right, Teddy. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I mean, that that's that's who this dude is, guys. That's why I say, like, it cannot be uh, another person like that. Uh, Steve tweets at 1250 AM. The fan says, another vote for Judge Judy. Okay. Milltown Bowling tweets at 1250 AM. The fan. How about Ryan Braun, LOL? Well, we know Braun had a, fall, a falling out between him and Rogers. I don't know if that ever got fixed or not, to be honest. I, I don't believe there's ever been a story uh, since that all happened of whether or not they ever made up. Like, did Rodgers ever apologize? Did Braun ever apologize to Rodgers for that whole thing? I don't know. I, I don't. We should have Adam McKelvey get on that that story with Braun. Like, did you ever make up with Aaron? Like, what all happened? Like, that all kind of went away, and we never heard anymore. Y'all don't have a restaurant together anymore, and we know that. But did you ever mend fences and get that relationship fixed? Or are you guys not talking? Like, whatever happened? I'm curious. I mean, I don't know about you listening, me, myself, and I, I'm very curious to know how that whole thing played out. Uh, let's go to John listening in Jersey on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. John, who's that moderator that you want to come in and try and fix this thing between Murphy, Goody, and Aaron Rodgers? Hey, Sparks, listen, we know this. He can't even get along with his friggin' family, man. Well, yeah. Rogers got, but how, about, how about Dr. Phil? Ooh, Dr. Phil's interesting. Kind of, kind of along the lines of an Oprah. Oprah made Dr. Phil famous. Um, right. So yeah, kind of along those those same lines, uh, and a guy that probably doesn't know anybody um, right. is is he is he? I mean, I know he's a doctor. Is he like officially like a uh, like um, a psychiatrist, psychologist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That is that his official deal? Yeah, he's a psychologist. Yeah. Psychologist. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh. Well, let him come in there and fix it. You know, I think you're like this. We're all like, but Spocky, don't you like the Colts? Love the Colts, yeah. Uh, you're not a Packer fan, right? Oh, uh, no. Packers and Colts oh. both. Yep. Okay, okay. Uh, aren't you getting sick of this crap? I'm sick of it. Um, John, I'm sick of it. John, I will tell you again what I said uh, back when this all broke. When this all broke on draft day, on that Thursday, I literally on the air said, I hope they trade him tonight. Because, right. and, and why I said that was, I don't want to go through this again like we went through with Brett Favre. Like, it was yeah. constant. And people that listen to Sports Talk Radio are like, well, I mean, you got to love it. You, you've got topics all the time. Sure, but ain't none of it positive. It's just all right. negative crap. I mean, that's right. all it is, is just negative garbage. And then every time this dude talks or Murphy talks or whatever else, you have to talk about it. And why do you have to talk about it? Because people at their jobs are talking about it. Families are talking about it. Friends are talking about it. Did you see that? So right. while everybody may be going, I'm so sick and tired of this. Hey, look, man, I'm with you. I am with you. I'd rather talk about the Brewers being red hot and everything else. But at the end of the day, Packers are king in this state. And that's what everybody looks at first. And then after that, it's probably Bucks and Brewers. And because the Bucks and all the drama going on with Boonholzer and with the Nets and the playoffs, that takes precedence over the Brewers too. And the the Brewers kind of get, you know, kind of get chapped in this whole deal. But we, you know, we were still able to get William Thomas on yesterday. That was fun. Tim Dillard today. So we get some Brewers talking. But like I said, anytime Roger says anything or Murphy or Goody, you end up talking about it. or any of the players now because they all have to answer questions about Rogers. Exactly. Spark, one last thing. He can even shine. He can never shine 
Bart Starr's cleats. No, 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 not at all. No, I totally agree with you 100%. Yes, thanks for the call, John. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. All right, I see more people on hold. We'll get to you guys coming up next. Uh, Ron has an interesting one. I have, I don't know what it is, but I'm interested. Uh, and Tim Downtown has an interesting one. Um, and I have to think of my response to Tim Downtown uh, during the break. Uh, plus, Robbie Makloff comes up at 3 o'clock, and uh, I have a... Uh, a small favor to ask of everybody when Rami uh, gets in here. And I think Rami will be asking the same favor that I'm asking of you. Um, so stay tuned for that. If you could help out Rami and myself and others, that would be great. So don't go anywhere. It is Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's one thing falling in love with a house and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, Steve Sparky Fiverr with you. Executive producer Dan Plucker doing a great job as always. Other side of the glass, Charles Woodson, Packers legend, joins Wendy's Big Show tomorrow at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock, Charles Woodson uh, on the Wendy's Big Show. You are not going to want to miss that. Uh, Nota Begay, if you're a golf fan, uh, U.S. Open coming up. I know Begay will be on the show uh, tomorrow as well. What time is that, Ed? Did you say 1.35? 1.30 tomorrow. 1.30. 1.30, Noda Begay tomorrow. So 1.05 or so, Charles Woodson, 1.30, Noda Begay tomorrow. That's going to be an awesome uh, last hour of the show. And then, obviously, early in the show, we'll talk more about what happens in that Bucks nets game tonight. This segment brought to you by Jim Danny, South 27th Street in Oak Creek. The Jim Danny's Concert Series continues this Saturday uh, with Stetson and Lace. At 6.30 p.m., no cover and all outside shows. Follow them on Facebook for the schedule. I actually am a fan of Stetson and Lace. I've seen them perform numerous times. A great country band. And, uh, again, check them out. They are a lot of fun uh, and very good. So make sure to give them a check out if you are in the Oak Creek area at Jim Danes. Again, under new management here uh, since, uh, I think, just before the pandemic or during the pandemic. Uh, they changed some hands uh, over there in uh, this Jim Danes concert series. Just a brilliant idea. And this Saturday, Stetson and Lay, 6.30, no cover uh, charge, and all the shows are outside. Follow them on Facebook for the schedule. Asking you, who do you think should be the arbiter between uh, the uh, Aaron Rodgers, Goody, and Mark Murphy? James Jones on the Pat McAfee show that he thinks he could get this whole thing fixed if he was the arbiter. I disagree. I don't think it can be anybody uh, that is uh, tight with Rodgers, or has played with Rodgers, uh, or uh, Bob Harlan, or somebody like that that's in that management position or ownership position like Mark Cuban. I think those type of guys you kind of had to keep out of this. So it's got to be somebody else uh, in there. The Mike McCarthy one <laughs> was brought up earlier still has me shaking my head and funny because he's probably pissed off at everybody. 
So if anything, he's going to come in mad at the world. So he may actually have a better view of this than anybody else, even though you'll never be able to get him to come in from from the Cowboys to help out the Packers at this point. But it it made me laugh. Ron, driving around, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Ron? Hey, Sparky. Speaking of something that's mad at the world, so we go back to the beginning of this whole thing when Adam Schefter broke this Yes, with no substance. Uh, No, I think he had a lot of substance. Everything he said has been right. Right. So it's fake news. Who's better at dealing with fake news than Donald Trump? Ah, uh, yes. Donald Trump. Right? Yeah. I mean, I... Seriously, think about that. I mean, this guy's got the rocket man to stop testing nuclear weapons, Kim Jong-un, and he's meeting with world leaders. Yeah, I don't. See, but see, again, Trump. But, hot white to stay with him. But, but Ron, listen to me. This is He's not an owner of a team. I mean, he owned a league and, and killed it, uh, football league, USFL. But... Uh, he is management. He is a guy that I mean, he ran the country for God's sakes. He's a president. I right. don't. I don't know if I'm Rogers. I feel comfortable in that situation necessarily. At the end of the day, that's all I'm saying. I he, again, owner of any sort. If I'm Rogers, I'm out. Now he didn't. He didn't own the U.S., but he was a president. He did run a league, killed it, uh, but ran a league uh, as well. So I, I think I avoid that one. Tim downtown, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. So, uh, Tim, who's your arbiter? Well, Sparky, it's Bonamago Jr. Hey, Bonamago Jr., long-time uh, listener, first-time caller. Yes, Tim. Uh, my person would be you, for someone who can sit next to uh, Gary and Leroy all day. <laughs> yeah, on. yeah, I, yeah. No, I don't think I, 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 I appreciate it. I appreciate the love. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I could. I, oh, I, yes, stop. I, yes, you could. No, I, 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 I don't think I could. And now, again, and for, for, for a couple of different reasons, I don't think uh, I, I could, because I, I think that both of them would irritate me to the point where I'd probably walk out and say, "To hell with you, find somebody else." Like I, I think I would get so mad listening to both of them or all three of them talk. Where I'd be like, you know what? The hell with all of you. You're all nuts. And I'd just walk out, find somebody else. I ain't doing this. I think I I think I would literally just walk out and say, find somebody else. I don't think for the Cub on Mago Jr. Uh, I don't think I have the patience to deal with those three. I, I really don't. I, I just I, I don't think I have the patience uh, to deal with them. All right, Rami Makloff is here. He is seated. Uh, we have a favor to ask of you uh, coming up next. Plus, we'll find out what's going up uh, on the Rami show. That's all straight ahead here. On Sparky's Midday Madness. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back, Sparky's Midday Madness. Young Express, the company we talk about so much is continuing to grow. Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? How about a company that's been in business for over 30 years? Well, they're currently looking to add to their sales department. And here's what Young Express is looking for. Willing to prospect new business via phone, email, and social selling. Reliable transportation. Outside sales experience in the transportation industry is preferred. Excellent written, oral, and face-to-face communication skills are essential. Closing and follow-up skills are a must. What can you expect? Salary plus commissions, bonuses, and contests. Existing book of business from day one, which you need when you start any sales job. Expense account and generous mileage reimbursement. Health insurance, 401k with up to 3% company match and profit sharing. Paid holidays, personal days, and vacation days. Cell phone, tablet, and all sales and promotional materials provided to you by Young Express. Email your resume to jyoung at youngexpress.com or apply at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express success drives them. Uh, Rami Makloff is here uh, in studio now playing on his phone. Uh, and uh, will doing what you now. asked me to do. I appreciate the break. it. That's, that's fine. Um, so yesterday when I got off the air doing this show, I found out some horrible news. 
uh, about the passing of a longtime listener. You guys know him as Santo, uh, that has called the show, I'd say, since we started, 2005, right? As long as I've been here, yeah. Right, and 2005. I 2005, right. yeah. Um, and dating all the way back to our very first toy drive uh, that we did when literally nobody knew we were on the air because <laughs> we were coming up of a religious format station. We were virtually talking to ourselves. We had some diehard core fans uh, back in the day. D on the East Side, Santo, uh, Trell was listening back then. Uh, so there were a lot of those diehard core guys that are still with us uh, you know, today. Um, and got some terrible news after I got off the air yesterday that Santo passed away uh, over the weekend. Um, and it uh, shook me uh, a lot because from the toy drive perspective, and as you know, if you listen to Rami, myself, and others, it's our favorite time in the year, right? I mean, that week is what we live for. Mm-hmm. Um, and collecting toys for children's uh, Wisconsin. And we do it always the first week after Thanksgiving. Last year, obviously, it had to be virtual was only one day as well. Uh, but Santo made it a point every year to bring his kids, his three kids, as they were growing up. We watched them from little kids uh, growing up, and he would bring them to the toy drive. And we'd always say hi to them, and they'd always go inside and buy toys and bring them out and drop them in the box. And then we talked to Santo, uh, who was very knowledgeable, very opinionated on sports. If you followed him on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and now to know that he is gone and that he won't be at the toy drive this year, um, and all of that, uh, I, I still kind of shook by it a little bit. Um, so I tweeted it out uh, yesterday. Um, the family said they were fine with me making it public. Uh, so I made it public. And a very, um, I don't know what the right the words are to say, but there was a lot of response. A lot of people telling stories about how they only knew Santo through Twitter. They only knew Santo through listening to him on the radio and his takes on the radio. And those that did know Santo, talking about how great of a family guy he was and um, how much he loved his kids, loved the Packers, and all of that stuff. I, I, I said my piece about Santo. R- Rami is another one that has been here from the start. Um, and you, you got to know Santo over the course of time as well. And I told Rami during his show, didn't want to tell Rami during his show because for those of you that don't know, and I'm going to let the cat out of the bag, Rami doesn't like bad news while he's trying to do a radio show. Hates it. No matter what it is, don't tell me till after I'm done. I don't done. like any big news, period. I just want... I don't want focus on the show. I just want to be focused on the show. I don't want good or bad. I just don't want big Fine. news during the show that doesn't have to do with Correct. the show. But I felt like I had to tell him yeah, because I was, no, a, that was, I was one, going to tweet yeah, it out. That was one that you had And to. I didn't want him to find out while doing the show reading Twitter that, yeah. oh my God, why didn't he tell me? Yeah. So I told him. Uh, and so forth, I'm sure you saw some of the reaction as well. For sure. There was a major outpouring. That just tells you, like, th- the type of dude that he was. San- and and Santo was really active on Twitter and talking about Wisconsin sports and interacting yep. with us. And he'd get wrapped up in, in the debates that we get wrapped up in. And Santo never – he never took the low road. It was – he never – you know what I mean? It's, it can get it can get ugly on Spar- on, on Twitter often, Sparky. Sure and, and the guy just – Never, went, never, ever went there. It was always the high road with Santo. And like you said, I, you told me during the show yesterday, and not to say that I like I, I ignored you, or but I just kind of tucked it away and like didn't really, when you told me, it felt like it was like a total gut punch during a commercial break. And then I just kind of went, all right, you have a show to do. And I just sort of tucked it away in the back of my mind. And then I got home and I got on Twitter and I, I started to see the, the tweets and the outpouring and 
and the response. And I started thinking about, like you said, all the times that we met him out at the toy drive. And the thing that 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 I remembered more than anything, thinking back to to all the times he came out to visit the toy drive, was like you he like you said he'd bring his kids, and he always he always made sure that they made the donation. Yes, that they put the toy in the box. Yep. He always made sure that his kids came over and said hi in a very in a very respectful way. We were freezing in the cold and, tent and, or whatever we were. He had stop it. Had their manners and that yep. they, you know what I mean, and that they were they were they were social and and respectful. And you could just tell that this was a dude who, who in addition to the positive interactions I had with him, you had with him. I Everybody. saw nothing but positive interactions every, on Twitter. Every host that's borked here, Mike Wickett, Doug Russell. Like everybody along the lines, all love that. You could tell that he was really active in those kids' lives and making sure that they were yes. raised right. And that that so when I got home last night and started thinking about it, that was the that was the first thing that came to my mind was those kids, man. No doubt, I can't imagine. So, so now did. what has happened um, today? Um, I received another call, uh, and the family has set up a GoFundMe page for those kids and trying to further their education and, and so forth. Uh, he has younger kids, 11, 13, um, and a freshman uh, mm. starting college or in college. So th- this is the deal. So I, I tweeted out the GoFundMe page. I just did right before we came back on um, the air. I made the a donation. I think I was the first one to donate because I was the first one to know about it after they posted it. Um, so please, listen, I mean, y'all can do what you want, obviously, but I, I saw Keith... Uh, who tweeted uh, that he tried to donate twelve dollars and fifty cents because twelve fifty listener you can't do cents on there you have to do dollars so he did twelve dollars on there as well and implored other people that are listeners to twelve fifty to donate uh, as well so if you want to do something like twelve dollars to go along with the uh, twelve fifty theme uh, of him being a listener of twelve fifty that's fine if you want to donate more if you want to donate a dollar whatever it doesn't it doesn't matter whatever the case may be I just think. Um, for those of you that have listened to the station for a while and, and get down with some of the regulars on this station, um, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, they, they become like uh, friends, close friends, like family to a certain degree in the relationships you build. And I have not been in the scenario or situation yet like Rami was uh, when he got up and quit and left us. Um, but when you did, I mean, you felt it. That was amazing. You felt it. It was amazing. You yeah. felt the listeners and the love that they had. Ryan Horvath um, is feeling it right now, the love and so forth. And, you know, you can say about whatever other radio station there is in this market and so forth, but I'll take our listeners over any other radio station in this market any day of the All week. All day, every day. Every day. Yep. Because they are loyal um, and they care. So, again, and I know that's why I'm telling you this. So, again, go fund me. I tweeted it on the 1250 account. We're going to retweet it right now from the 1250 account. I think I'm doing it from the 1250 account. I have too many Twitter accounts. So there you go. Retweeted uh, my link uh, that I, from the 1250 account. So if you guys can help out, that'd be great. Especially if you ever interacted with Santo or knew Santo or whatever. It would be a big bonus uh, to help his family. Um, so, yeah. So that that's why I wanted to say. Uh, I wanted to wait till Rami got in here uh, to do it because uh, I know Santo was a big deal to him, too. I'll, I'll keep mentioning it throughout the show as well yeah, during the afternoon. Absolutely. Because... All right, Robbie. So now we try to transition to uh, stuff that's yeah, coming up on really the show and asterisks. Uh coming up on the show today, James Harden upgraded to doubtful. Questionable. Are 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 questionable now. Oh, he's been climbing. Yeah. Sharania says he's playing. Oh, he went from doubtful to questionable. Because okay. he got he was doubtful. Mm-hmm. Then they did shoot around 
no issues. So okay. then they upgrade him to questionable. Okay. And then if he can make it through warm-ups, he's playing. How worried are you about James Harden playing? And do you put an asterisk on this series if Harden and or Kyrie don't play? That's the question I want to ask coming out of the coming right out of the gate. You're asking Bucks fans that question, or yes. are you saying well the national media? I'm asking you. I'm asking whoever I'm talking to. You, the listeners, Bucks no, I, fans. I think Bucks fans just go, hey, we got lucky finally. Let's take advantage and go win this thing. And I, I don't see I don't see where the national media would get off putting an asterisk on it either. I'll tell you why. I'll tell I'll I'll go I'll I'll explain why coming up right. at three o'clock. Adam McKelvey, our old friend. I haven't talked to Adam in forever. He'll find be out the candy he's eating at three thirty <laughs> when he's microwaving and eating. Dude, that, that dude knows his candy, man. That dude loves candy. <laughs> he and I could probably we should do a candy podcast. Oh, he'd love I it. Think, I think we've talked about that before. He, he and I doing a candy podcast. He would be amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, like, I'll just randomly text McKelvey, like, hey, have you ever had this? Hey, have you ever had this? Send him a picture of a bag of candy or whatever. But he's mostly about, like, uh, fruity candies, yes, right? Like, correct. chewy, like, yes. uh, what did Skittles. you say? Skittles, yeah. Melting things Skittles like, and Skittles, stuff. Skittles, yeah. Starburst, things, things yes. in that in that family of candy. So he's right. coming up at 3.30. It's really good. Tuesdays with Winkler. Bart Winkler is joining me at 4 o'clock. Brewers are real hot, he's, Sparky. Wait a second. He was off today. Oh, was he? Yeah, Tim check. Allen uh, filled in this morning. Oh, on I should Bart's probably show. check. We should, Sam. We should probably check and make sure that Bart is joining us. I didn't know he was off today. Is he? Is he doing something, or he's just taking the day off? No, he went out last night, I believe, to the Brewer game, and that's why he took off. Oh, uh, so he should today. be fine by the same. Originally, yeah. he was taking off tonight, but then the Bucks game got scheduled for tonight, so then he changed so he could, you know, be okay to watch the Bucks game. We tonight. should probably confirm, but ten, so tentatively scheduled Tuesdays with Winkler yeah. at 4 o'clock. I want to see how, how much Brewers fans believe in this uh, hot Brewers team, even though they lost last night, and we were supposed to have Kane Pittman yesterday. Saw that. Uh, he did not join us yesterday. He'll be joining us today at 5 o'clock. It's I mean, early in the morning A little bit of a there. pregame going up. I mean, the game doesn't start till freaking 7.30 at night, however. I but... think he was uh, still asleep. I think he hit the snooze on his alarm yesterday. Could be. And uh, missed me. No, I... I I'm pretty sure that's what happened. So. You're happy with the 7.30 start, getting done at 6. It gives you plenty of time to get stuff Love done it. before oh, yeah. the tip. I get home, right? I walk the dog, I meditate. Yeah. I'm going to order a pizza. Yeah. I'll pick it up, come back home. I'll be sitting on my couch with a pizza at 7.30. I'm having off. pizza, too. Nice. Frozen mm, well, from Kroger. Come on. Uh, pick and save you pizza. You don't live that far from my favorite pizza place. Frozen. Well, my favorite Italian restaurant shut down, De Carlo's. They shut down? Yeah. Oh, no. This weekend, this last weekend? Really? Yeah, they're, they're done. What? Mm-hmm. So that's too bad. Ah, uh, yeah, that was my favorite Italian. Well, my favorite restaurant in general to go to. Yeah. So let's let's go over. Um, love Tuto, my boy Sal, closed that dang thing down. Went to Giovanni's, which I love his dad, but I just was not the same. So there, there went Tuto, uh-huh. the fettuccine alfredo that I had at Tuto, <laughs> gone. Forgot about your oh, typical man. Thing. I love that fettuccine Alfredo. It was <laughs> you so don't have to good. Say it like that, though. Well, I do it because <laughs> no, I just it was so good. <laughs> I can't find. All. Look, I love De Carlos too, but that the fettuccine Alfredo compared to Tuto, not the same. I don't know what they did at Tuto. Uh, again, that what was on you, Old World Third you still Street. Still talk to Sal? I'm talking to Sal in a while now. I was going to say, text him once in a while. I, I can make it. If you just get me the recipe, I can make it as well as they do. Re- cooking is just reading, man. Leroy, like Leroy Butler says, mm. if you can read, you can cook. That's not true for me. Get me the recipe. So I'll make that fettuccine so Alfredo. He closed oh, that I'm deal. I'm not down. saying you will. I'm not saying get you Yo, the recipe. I can't cook no, it. no. You, the recipe is useless in your hands. Completely. In my hands, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be very helpful. It'd be a lethal weapon. It's hilarious. My mom gives me recipes. I screwed up. She's like, how could you possibly? <laughs> I don't understand, dude. Mm-hmm. I really Horrible. don't understand. You read yeah. the instructions, you follow the instructions, 
and it comes out the way that it should come out. I don't know how you. I don't know. I, it, Whatever. People who can't. So two toe gets shut down. Don't make then, sense to me. So they, Sal closes that dang thing down, and now my guy Carlo, uh, that that one's done. So don't feed Sparky. Is the, <laughs> the moral of this story? And I love Italian food. That's my problem. Like I love pasta. Like if it was up to me, I'd have pasta and red sauce every night. Like every night. Yeah. I could and if too. I could make fettuccine alfredo, I'd have that a couple nights oh, a week. Last night, Sparky. But man, made me, a, made me an Al Capone roast. And on the side, I had some penne pasta with some uh, cut up bell peppers, all the mm, colors. Sounds and good. Some onions and some red sauce. Love peppers. Oh, right on the side there yeah. with, with the Al Capone roast. So you got oh. the individual Al Capone roast yeah, from Yeah, the, the little baby one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just the, the personal Al Capone roast. I always tell oh. this story about the Al Capone mm. roast. Our guy, Andy Spitzer, who used to do the world according to Sparky with me and Kay mm-hmm. back in the day talking Disney World till they both got let go. Um, so they, um, well, that's what happened. They both got let go. Uh, both are making more money than they were here now, I think, too. But So it, all, it worked out great for them. None of that was information anybody needed, but you do you. Go I ahead. do me, yeah. So yeah. either way, so then um, we, Andy, I have Andy over. He never had an Al Capone roast in his life. Oh. But he always heard me talk about it, oh. uh, right, Roberts? Mm. So I went and got these small individual Al Capone roasts. Sits down at the table. I sit down at the table. <laughs> we're having our Al Capone roasts. I have my individual. He has his He's eating. He's so eating. Good. He's eating. All of a sudden, Andy goes, "This is a religious experience." <laughs> lost it. I, it just, I totally lost it. I totally lost it. I was like, "That's probably pretty true." This That's is turn- probably this is pretty turning true. into an endorsement for Robert's specialty. Well, was it supposed to be? What you were talking about? What you had last night? I don't night. mind that. The, the the Al Capone Italian sausages. I've had a few cookouts already this summer, Sparky. I, I can't cook those fast enough. I will tell you. They come off the, the grill and they're gone. I will tell you what I tell everybody else. I'm not getting any other kind of sausage it's, for my future cookouts. It's, it's, it's hold on. Just tell, Al Capone. Okay, listen. I like it on the grill too. Okay, our family likes it on the grill, and we do do it on the grill. Yeah. But in the wintertime, we discovered a different way of mm-hmm. making it. You've heard me talk about this. You put it into the crock pot with spaghetti sauce, whatever it is, yeah. and you let that thing cook all day. And then you come home and you get some bomber buns because those sausages are gigantic. You get some bomber buns. Then you throw down your mozzarella cheese or whatever on the bottom of it. And then you put that hot thing with all the spaghetti sauce in it. See what I've Get out of my way. I will take it out of the casing and mix it with ground beef and make meatballs with it. Yes, he should do that. Did you tell him that? No, I didn't. You should. I should probably tell him that. Yeah. Or you just sell it on the side. I, should, I could just sell it on the side. Yeah. I'll just call just it Rami's it. Rami's um <laughs> Rami's meatballs. Careful. Extra small. Come check him out. Rami's show coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.